and welcome to the Golden Feminine Podcast. This is a sacred space dedicated to expand wisdom around feminine energetics, multipotentiality, embodied leadership, love, empowerment, and sexuality. I'm your host, Ines Hogduval. interviewed by Nia from Illuminations about womb wellness, intimacy and sexuality. I felt to share with you this beautiful conversation where we went so deep around how to have our sovereignty back into love, intimacy and also leadership. So this is going to be a good one for all the ladies out there. I am so excited to just dive right in and explore everything about this topic. So firstly, welcome Ines to our episode. It's such a pleasure to have you. Welcome. Well, thank you so much. I'm so honored to be here. It's such a pleasure and I really can't wait for this conversation. hundred percent. Because I feel like this is something that not a lot of women talk about, or if, if anything, they are very interested, but don't really know much about femininity, energetics, womb wellness, intimacy, right? So uh, I hope you're ready to be bombarded with a <laughs> lot of questions <laughs> from my end. So shall we get started? Yes, I'm so ready. Awesome. So... To the first thing, what exactly is feminine energy? Oh, I love to talk about this. So our feminine energy is related to us being in our qualities as a feminine. So as being connected to by us being connected to our bodies to our capacity to trust, connected to our hearts. The feminine energy, the feminine path starts by awakening the heart, by awakening the powers and the gold that exists in the heart, the capacity to lead from the heart and uh, be totally devoted to, to love, connecting to our bodies in a, such a deep way, connecting with our wombs, connecting our sexuality, just by doing this work, we are being in our femininity. So feminine is soft. Feminine is the beauty, mm. is the flow. Feminine has masters energy mm. by itself. So when we are talking about energetics, we are already mastering a quality of the feminine. So the feminine is the one that leans in deeply into life that surrenders that trusts that just radiates knows understands magnetism and goes into life leads from a place of magnetism instead of like moving forward mm -hmm. so just just so that i understand could you explain how do you know if you if, if that feminine energy is awakened or not awakened within you, how would you know? Or what are some signs that would let you know that your feminine energy is not awakened? I believe the moment that you are on a feminine body, mm -hmm. we are you have already feminine energy because even men and women, mm -hmm. we both have 
both energies mm -hmm. inside of us, right? It's it's uh, in in uh, all the uh, traditions from chi Chinese medicine, like Taoism, Tantra, mm -hmm. we all have polarity inside of ourselves. Yeah. What happens is sometimes we have those polarities, the dynamics, the energetics, a bit unbalanced yeah. between us because we all have feminine energy. So the work I do is to enhance the feminine energy inside of us by awakening more qualities of the feminine inside of you. So let's say uh, when in relationships people observe, there is always a dynamic between the masculine and the feminine, yeah. right? The masculine is always, if, if you think about a man, because yeah. it's uh, more predominant the qualities, the, the drive in life, the protective, the, the structure, the mm. organization, you know, if that qualities are very predominant in a woman, okay, you know that you have your masculine side also very, yeah. very awakened. If you have this capacity to actually trust totally in life, if you are so connected to your heart, if you are able to connect to your vulnerability, be vulnerable, mm. to surrender into, in, into life, into your work, into, into your destiny, into relationships, if you are able to ex express your heart, if you are able, if your body and your energy, you just you just live in your flow, and you have this radiance, this ecstasy, this bliss. Because energy, we enhance energy by our ecstasy, by our bliss. And when we actually enhance them, we are in our totality. And we're in our totality, we are in our feminine. So in ancient traditions, the masculine actually represents emptiness. So they are it's more this the, the strong meditation, more the mental. Um, you know, for example, uh, Vipassana, mm. uh, 10 days silent, mm. is a very uh, masculine way to, to explore spirituality. And the feminine is more celebrative, is more awakening your eroticism, is more... Uh, the aliveness that exists so within of you that actually is what attracts the Shiva, which is the masculine aspect, and Shakti is the feminine mm. aspect. So, being our feminine energy is actually looking to those qualities that feminine that feminine have that wisdom that connect that intuition. For example, mm. if a woman is very creative, she's able to create. She's able to. I uh, have this, like the sixth sense, you know, that we know. If we're connected with those qualities, we know that we ha have our feminine energy very predominant in us. Oh, that's amazing. I love, I love how, um, with, with what you said, it's so interesting to see how uh, you mentioned that masculine energy is all about being structured and... Um, goal-oriented and and so on and there's a sense or maybe a misconception that um, masculinity or masculine energy comes with a sense of aggressiveness or, or loudness mm. but it's so interesting that you said this it's related to emptiness or the masculine energy is the emptiness whereas feminine energy is celebration because you would think that if the if feminine energy represents softness it will be 
calmer and 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 more quiet but it's actually the opposite so i love how there is um a combination of both the emptiness and the quiet with the masculine energy whereas there's celebration and softness with the feminine energy so it's a beautiful blend that i that i see exactly and here i want to to introduce something that is then the womb the womb wellness because we have women we have all those archetypes we have different energies along the month according to our menstrual cycle so for example when we are ovulating yeah. right we are we are very we feeling very connected to our sexuality to our sensuality we feel just we are alive with life we are we have our estrogen in high levels and we are just so there is even more aliveness inside of us we want to explore more with a partner or with ourselves and it's actually the week when we can have more energy mm. more creative vital force energy yeah. and when we are menstruating it's it's a time that we ne- when we are soft when we are very introspective when we are going inside and and this is when we actually going to one of the archetypes of the women that is the wise woman the priestess when we connect with our intuition mm-hmm. and we have to be in our silent relaxed and trust and in this moment also a lot of vulnerability come come out of emotions this is why you tend to get very emotional exactly. when you're on your period <laughs> exactly so along the month you have all and being in our totality being yeah. in our feminine energy doesn't mean that Emo- having emotions is just the high vibe emotions like the love the ecstasy the bliss um being in hype yeah. but also knowing how to be in your lows because even when you are in these deeper emotions it doesn't, doesn't mean they are bad they just mean that you are also full you are full of another kind of emotions I love that that are important for you to the purge every month so mm-hmm embodying those archetypes inside of you will help you to be more connected with your femininity because you are connected with your own wisdom. I love that. I love that you mentioned this because now I want to touch base on this emotion of shame and guilt, which I feel like maybe it's cultural, maybe it's because of society or or how people perceive uh, femininity, but I feel like there's a lot of stigma that comes with expressing your femininity and it's perhaps misconceived as, uh, you know, for lack of better words, oh, she's being a slut or she's not being respectful or she's too out there. So there's there's a lot of um, guilt and shame associated with expressing your femininity so could you shed some light on that yes so actually the work i do is actually you embracing all your archetypes as a feminine to be in your feminine energy you also have to work all the archetypes of the feminine as we said before being feminine is just being like the nice girl Mm. and uh, being soft that also is related to the first archetype of the feminine which is like the maiden you explore normally in your first in your first cycle of the 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 menstrual cycle Mm. the the first week it's more adventurous it's more innocent but also you have an archetype of yourself that is very connected to your your dark side which oh, is also good it's it's not it, it's a side that we have to embrace in order to be in the totality of the feminine 
and this your wild woman, the mm-hmm. one that actually have boundaries, the one that has fire, the one that is not is unapologetical, the one that owns also everything that she is, that also embraces sexuality in a more wild way, the one that, and I have to say that also that archetype awakens a lot, Shiva, the masculine, mm-hmm. right? Because you are in your fullness. It, you are on your, it's a deeper archetype of the feminine that women, when they explore, they will go into a new level of mastering their emotions. Because what happens sometimes, it's we have shame and we have guilt because we don't know how to process their emotions. We don't know how to hold those archetypes inside of us, mm. that wildness that come. And what happens is, women, because we are full, we are full of emotions, we are energy, mm. those energies have always to be expressed. Mm. And when they are not expressed, they will be, or you cause shame and guilt and you repress inside with causes, illnesses, for mm. example, you cause a lot of womb imbalances you, you, in your sexual organs, you shut down your sexuality because you're not expressing your full femininity and you don't, when you don't express them, what actually happens is the fire has to be expressed anyway. Yeah. And it started to be expressed in very unhealthy ways, like burning your own body or burning everything around, like unhealthy projections. So I really want to touch base on the archetypes that you're talking about. Like what are these different archetypes? Because it's so interesting that you say how there are so many different emotions that or emotions or personalities, let's say, that we can tap into as as women. So I would love to know what are these 12 archetypes? <laughs> yeah, so here I can say there are many archetypes as a, as a female, but I'm going to talk about the, the main ones. For yeah. example, when we're in the, the beginning of the menstrual cycle, so let's say also to to be um, for women that are listening to this and know, your menstrual cycle starts in the day that you end your menstruation. Mm-hmm. So we know through medicine, that the menstrual cycle starts with the day one of menstruation yeah. when you start bleeding, and it's it's actually the opposite when you talk about femininity. Mm. So the menstrual cycle is the end of your cycle, right. actually. So you start when you finish your bleeding. So normally the energy very connected to also to the spring, like very adventurous, you are flourishing. And normally you don't have much, imagine a child, you don't have like much depth emotions on that on that archetype you just want to explore you are innocent you also can explore your erotic innocence and explore your body in different ways and normally your emotions are very stable on that Mm. so it's like you released and now it's like an emptiness and you are growing when you are ovulating you are actually exploring the lover so the sexy woman the sensual woman normally sexuality is very 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 enhanced on those weeks so when i spe- when i work with women around sexuality i always invite them to improve and do their own rituals and their own exploration on that week because it's it's so much fire that yeah. has to be moved yeah. right you have so much energy and it's you are you can just connect with your partner in the next level with your partner and with yourself mm. and then you go on the wild woman which mm. is after when you start like 
the menstruation is like about to arrive mm. and you are very emotion mm. very emotional and it is when you tap into the wild woman archetype mm. when you are like the fire is just like you put your boundaries you are unapologetical you are just in a different you know when you are near a woman that you know you cannot mm. like yeah. go wrong with yeah. she has a lot of fire like if you just go wrong with her you get fired yeah so she's she really embodies that archetype which is actually very healthy if you embody in a healthy way because many women sometimes they tend to struggle around boundaries and tend to struggle around um having their own space and having their own uh holding way of holding space and process and this is the archetype that actually helps you Actually, to burn what no longer serves, right? Um, it's it's an archetype that I love to work, and it's a lot needed, you yeah. know, sometimes in women. And then you have the wise woman archetype, the priestess, is the one that actually englobes in, in everything. It's the one that is everything. The one that is so connected with her intuition. It's the one that is able also to go in her own darkness. For example, when menstruation, menstruation is an emotional purge. For example, wow. so you when you uh, when I mean, it feels like it, right? <laughs> if, for example, when you are taking the pill, for example, you don't go through these phases. So what happens is wow. it increases a lot of depression and, and anxiety, and actually blocks your sexuality because you are not going through these waves of all the archetypes of the women. And there are other archetypes like the queen, like feeling like the queen. Um, there are many, many, and the priestess is the one that. When you are in menstruation, you just can connect with your womb, with with your own wisdom. You have can insights about your life purpose, and actually see where you are in alignment or not. Mm. Yeah. So, would you say that during menstruation, um, a lot of women go through different um, ways of dealing with it? So, for some women, it's extremely painful. For some women, it's like it's not too bad does that say anything about yes so basically uh when you have cramps and yeah. when you have um it normally related to you have contractions in the pelvis yeah and normally it always is associated with not being connected with your femininity not being connected with your sexuality and um and especially when it's contracted in the pel contractions in the pelvis there is a lot of guilt and shame so wow. Once you start to work with your femininity, and I have several, of course, exercises for that. So we, I work out with embodiment. So how people can unlock their pelvises? How can because the work of sexuality, you have to unlock also your physical body, mm. right? Because I, I emotions are stored exactly in the body. Exactly. Yeah. The moment that you don't move energy, so cramps is emotional stagnation, energetic stagnation. So when we don't process, for example, those feelings. So sometimes women in there, of course, because we are not educated to this. And I used to suffer a lot uh, around around this topic as I started this work. When they are, for example, working out in the gym and they are menstruating or they are having crazy amounts of work, they are not processing. So what happens is they are not purging and the next cycle will be worse in all levels. And this is like a snowball. So hence why it's so important to rest during... Exactly. Like there are companies that are so aware of this that they give at least one day free where women can be totally relaxing and purging because if you purge effectively and you purge yourself emotionally energetically and also let your body 
rest, uh, yeah. relax your pelvis. What happens, especially this is very important for the ones who are creatives yeah. and need a lot of creative vital force energy, which we all need, yeah. but you will have more productivity on the next cycle. Wow, so it's all super connected. It's all super connected. Wow. Yes. So tell me, tell me a little bit more about how all of this now relates to intimacy with your partner or with yourself. For example, as I was saying before, when you are not connected with your 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 feminine mm. energy, normally it can disrupt chemistry mm-hmm. and attraction. Yeah. So remembering that what actually awakens and arouses the other is actually your creative vital force energy. So when you are not connected to your creative vital force energy, which is also your feminine energy, mm. it's there is a missing gap. So it will lack chemistry, it will lack fire, it will lack passion. Yeah. Yeah. Does the feminine energy in men do anything? Yes. Could you talk a little so bit about that? Of course. So it's very important for the men to also work on feminine energy. And men, when they listen to this, they're like, oh my God, I'm not going to be gay. <laughs> 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 it's not about this. <laughs> it's all about you also being connected to your emotions. But what happens in sexuality is men, for example, that are not connected with also their feminine energy, they block on the emotional part. And they block on the way that they hold space for the feminine in, in a woman's body. Mm. Okay, In the presence of a woman's body, they are not able to hold space for that kind of intense energy. Mm. So in sexuality, women, to go deep and to have that orgasmic experience... Yeah you need to feel safe and you n- where place where you are feeling safe, where you're feeling seen, where yeah. the masculine, one of the causes of the masculine is to hold space, right? Yeah. So so the, the, the woman or the feminine energy feels safe exactly, to, to express. Ex- to express. So, but that requires for the man to also work on the feminine, the feminine energy because he will be able to hold that kind of energy. Mm. Because especially in relationships, if a woman that still doesn't know how to fully hold that power that she lives within, mm. it can be very chaotic. So it's a work of both. Yeah. And men it, it's it's the empathy so in order for us to feel safe they need also to hold space with being empathetic with the woman yeah. know how to be in their presence which is presence is the quality of the feminine but also see the divine in the other wow. and here we are working with the polarities and that will of course enhance women's safety to also express and here we go deeper because if a woman can express fully all archetypes because she can come into even into intimacy with all the archetypes together and then she can be so intense so fiery and that awakens the man so the man actually benefits wow this is how very this is the anatomy of arousal yes so by what happens is by women being in their feminine energy they are already working on their relationship and by default exactly because they will be once i notice in my retreats and it happens also with me when i was studying this and all women when they are in containers of feminine energy and they work on their feminine energy like really it's they go in 
outside, even in the metro, in the subway, in the, like men just notice them. It's like it's that energy when women are their feminine energy. They just go into the room and they radiate. They don't need even to speak. Mm-hmm. And this is actually what what is attractive in a woman. So the masculine is is also ara- is arouses himself by the pre- in the presence of a very activated feminine energy. So this wow. is the polarity that I wo- I work in also in, fem- in the women and also in in the couple because it's very important that we have the polarities really well established because yeah. if both are feminine it, there's no chemistry if both are masculine there is there's no chemistry, no chemistry yeah. so they have to be the opposite they have to awaken each other for them to grow and go deeper because sexuality for me is for me, is the path, the path of consciousness is the path of meeting God. If is a path of evolution because in sexuality it helps you to remove blockages. The moment, as we said, that we remove sexual energy mm. and which is creative vital force energy is the same. So for those who are listening, creative vital force energy is the same as sexual energy. Kundalini energy is all the same. So the moment that we work and move this energy, we are also healing. Mm emotions we are healing ancestral patterns ancestral patterns are imprinted in sexual vital force energy so sexuality can is is a tool for both to awaken and to actually evolve as human beings and purify their own energy but that requires for the woman also to open the heart because we transmute through the heart and the man to also allow himself to connect with his full body because if sexuality is just on you know the genitals yeah like that full experience of spiritual awakening does not happen that makes complete sense because um if you think about it from like a man's perspective um and and i'm just being generic here um when it comes to let's say having sex i imagine that if they are a lot more in their minds but in their mind thinking about themselves and their performance, you they don't end up holding space. And that's where the femininity of the masculine comes in, right? And I want to speak around, this is such an important topic, and if you allow me, I just, yeah, I have to really speak about this because we have been trained in a very distorted thing, which is pornography. So the work of sacred sexuality is the complete opposite what what people see in pornography That's crazy. it's like how what you see in pornography is women being like this harsh and fast and it's so aggressive for a woman's body mm-hmm. and traumatizes the female body and unfortunately we are just not educated around this so there yeah. is should be no judgment around but a reeducation around this yeah. so when we see that that kind of dynamic of the fast, of the harsh, and yeah. it's it's just so against how women's open, yeah. and just traumatizes. And time by time, women will be more close. They will shut down their libidos, mm. and they will feel less pleasure. And of course, that is such uh, a way of exploring sexuality that also for men, it's it's. It's not creating fullness, not creating totality. Is because men they actually can always be ready. They are like the penetrative. Mm. They are they are the seed. They are here like to. If we see all the animals, mm. they like men can be with like they, they, 
the dogs can yeah. be with multiple, right? Yeah. It, they are here actually to plant a seed. And it's our, yeah. um, it's our wisdom, it's our to actually go beyond that, mm. go into awaken the full body, turn it into sacredness. Yeah. yeah. So, so there's more to it than just pleasure exactly it's yeah. it's a spiritual awakening because inside our yonis for example we our our yoni which is the the, the sacred name for vagina yeah. we have multiple layers and multiple points to explore organs and emotions and traumas and so by touching them we can actually release so much layers that are blocking us mm. right mm. so it's it's a sacred is a sacred act for us to evolve and to unlock ourselves to the next level. That makes so much yeah. sense, especially like in the um, ancient Indian um, culture. This is where Kama Sutra comes from, right? That's such a deep study, and 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 it just makes so much sense now that you're talking about that. It has a lot more to do with um, the energetic side of things rather than the the physical pleasurable side of things exactly and i want also to mention that for example men they can actually reach their climax like in five minutes yeah. and women need 40 minutes to open so this is 40 40 minutes. minutes to open so if let's say a woman has sexual trauma and uh, has some problems with sexuality it's even more so we have here a problem around dynamics yeah. right so and the reason why it's so important for us to connect in a deeper, in a deeper way is because by aligning our polarities by men also being in touch with their feminine side, which is will, they will be able to actually not just hold space for the feminine, but to read women's bodies. Mm. And that is extremely healing for the feminine. And that actually allows the the female body to open and in order to read they have to be present yes and, and yes and and allow emotions to flow because the real pleasurable experience the really when they say like all these tantric uh, experiences and mm -hmm. you know reaching cosmos it's all about us allowing ourselves to be in our fullness with our emotions with our feelings yeah. and has much as I said before, the feminine path starts with the heart. And as much this is heart-centered, there is love on the center, the more the experience would be like transcendental. Yeah. If there is no emotions, if there is no heart connection, yeah. the women's body do not open. Yeah, because I think it's so important to differentiate between being soft and being weak. Because I feel like a lot of women, a lot of people think if you are soft, then there's a, a weakness attached to it. But that's not the case. No, vulnerability is actually a strength. Vulnerability is you are full in your feminine energy. What I work with women, it's sometimes we have unhealthy ways of expressing our vulnerability, like the neediness. There is a difference, mm -hmm. a very uh, strong difference between being needy, expressing like our emotions, like I need this, I need the other to fulfill me. This is when you are not in your totality. This yeah. is when you are not aligned. It's insecurity, with, right? Exactly, with your body. Yeah. When you are in your body, you actually can desire from a place of fullness. So you 
you are sexual sovereign, you are full in your love, you like know your power, and you desire to share this with somebody. Mm-hmm. You, you don't go in intimacy because you need the other to fulfill you. You want to share. Exactly. You, want, you are in your fullness, you are in your sovereignty, and you want to share and you want to grow together. This is why feminine energetics is so important for us to embody, because as much as we are like awaken, we will awaken the other, and as much as we are in our fullness, the the healthiest will be the relationship, because we will not need the other's love. Like yeah. it, it's just going to add, because you already have that love inside of you. You just love your body. You just know how to nourish your body. You know your erotic fingerprints. You know how to how to nourish, how to hold your emotions. Mm. You just the other is just it just comes to add more 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 flowers into the plate, but you are already full, yeah. and this is only possible when you are in the fullness in your totality of the feminine. So just before we end this episode, I would like to kind of um, relate how how do we now use this feminine energy. Um, in, in our day-to-day lives when it comes to, let's say, workplace, leader, being a leader, being a mom, being, you know, whatever that we do, how do we now use this? So one of the things that I have been observing that here, for example, this is, is such a topic, like I'm, I'm working a lot, I'm more in my masculine, and I yeah. have to say, being in the masculine is very important for feminine to flourish because if we don't also have our masculine improved yeah it's very difficult for us to, to execute because the feminine yeah. again needs the qualities of the masculine so being in your feminine it doesn't mean that you will lose your masculine traits that your drive and uh, stop being like the businesswoman yeah. and uh, and uh, the successful woman means that you will be able to let's say you go into your meeting and you will be able to read the other person's energy better. Like you will be able to do better decisions because, yeah. for example, your mind can lie to you. Yeah? yeah, your ego can lie to you, but your heart and your body don't lie. And there are moments where I go to decisions, even for my business, that when I my heart always knows which is the best decision, right. always. So I use those techniques intuition exactly rather than just exactly, your left brain exactly yeah. for your success. Amazing. in your daily life and this is the leadership that i that i'm sharing which is the leadership from the heart because we will have so many tools you will feel how your body if your body contracts this is not good if your gut you know the gut yeah. feeling you know there is something that's not 100% right yeah. i used to say that you need to have several yeses in the body before you say your full yes so the mind can lie to you, you're yeah. not, but the heart and the body don't They'll lie. They'll never lie. So yeah. when you are in your in let's say in your daily life, you always ask. Even you go to the supermarket, is this food right for me? The body always knows. As much as you are connected to the body, the body always knows. You go on a date. Is this that how how your pelvis feels in the presence of this person? How your heart feels? Do you feel seen? How what are the desires? So how you are yeah. being met? Yeah, not being in, in the mind because we yeah. tend to fall in love with the potential, yeah. right? Yeah. And how we're uh, and getting the illusions. But 
what's the reality and so what's the ground the body exactly being having your ground like very well established because the body will never lie to you never so it just improves your daily life in in, in multidimensional level yeah I love that. I love that so much. And thank you so much, Ines. Unfortunately, we have to end this episode, <laughs> but there's so much that we could get into. And thank you so much for sharing all of this information. Um, where can people find you? So, well, they can find me in Illuminations. <laughs> <laughs> right now yeah of course and hopefully fully uh, further in sanskara yeah. and well i have my website which is my name ines uh, yeah. dot com uh where you can also know more about my mission if yeah. you are interesting on on seeing also what's going on yeah. uh, people can find me on instagram which is uh ines r val yeah and um, voila this is <laughs> thank you so much Ines and thank you to all our listeners for tuning in once again and I hope this episode was super insightful if you have any questions feel free to get in touch and I'm sure Ines would love to debunk any questions that you have until next time we will be back with another speaker with another episode until then take care and live Thank you so much for joining me in this episode. I hope you have enjoyed. And if so, let me know how it landed to you. For now, have a gorgeous, beautiful day. And I see you on the next one.